Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Testing, testing, one, two, three. All right, mom, no stress, totally easy. I said no stress, totally easy question. I'm reading some written responses to questions from my mom. This is my interview with my mother, Leanne Rocker, who is the mother of a modern minority for the Mother's Day special. I am Deb Borden, Jay Veraldi's mom. Renelle Morski, and I am the mother of my two beautiful girls, Sarah Salem and Samina Salem, and I am a moderate minority. My name is Lalita Satyal. I'm the mother speaking to Rajiv Satyal right now, and we are doing this interview for modern minorities, and I hope people enjoy it. Welcome to Modern Minorities. This is the show about work and life, told through the lens of what makes each of us different. I'm Sharon Lee Tony, a Chinese-American girl born and raised in New York City. And I'm Raman Segal, an Indian-American boy who came from Alabama with a banjo on my knee. Through conversations with some really interesting people, we uncover the stories, perspectives, and often unspoken truths about how our guests uniquely experience the world. It doesn't matter where you're from, the color of your skin, or who you love. We're all minorities somehow, but we're no one's model minority. This is a show about all of you, for all of us. Hey, Sharon. Hey, Remen. Happy Mother's Day. Why, thank you. So, got any big plans with the family? Or actually, I should say, does the family have any big plans for you? (laughs) They actually do this year. We're going out to brunch at... Cipriani in Beverly Hills. And beyond that, we don't have much planned, but that alone will make me very happy. What about you guys? Uh, I think we're getting takeout. We're just going to get some like really <laughs> garbage food <laughs> to eat for brunch. It's, yeah, it's really whatever my wife wants to do, but it's going to involve food, I think. <laughs> yes. Mother's Day always involves food. Last year, my Mother's Day involved a really cool set of pajamas too. So I'm hoping they'll deliver again on, on the very nice loungewear because that's lasted me all year. Pajamas are key. Wait, what do you mean yeah. lasted you all year? What do you do to your pajamas over the course of a year? No, the, I just mean like- pajamas wearing out was, now? This was the year of wearing pajamas all times of the day. All the time. Right? Yes. So it's yes. like, yeah, before pajamas would just be a nighttime thing. Nowadays, I'll, I'll wear pajamas on weekdays sometimes if I don't have Zoom calls. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> So those pajamas got a lot of a lot of a lot of wear and tear over the last year. Nice. Did you um did you send your mom a card? Psh, what do you think this is? Amateur hour? <laughs> Come on. You always gotta send your mom a card. Like I will forget birthdays. You can forget anything, but you cannot forget the Mother's Day card. Yeah. Well, you knowing know, you, I feel like it'd be like a video. Like it'd be beyond just a card in the mail. You know, when my mom turned, oh shit, what number? I'm not going to say what number it was, but she had a big <laughs> birthday in the pandemic. And I emailed like the entire family in the UK and California and cut a video to music yeah. <laughs> for, 
for my you are, birthday. You are quite the the golden child. I'm sure she totally appreciates you. You know, I don't. I think that. I like the video more than she did. <laughs> she was like, "Wait, you forgot this person? What are they going to think?" I was oh, like, "Don't no. worry about it, mom. <laughs> it's got music." <laughs> so funny. And as we've been doing this podcast, we we've been talking to our guests a lot about moms because we have that whole question about mom dishes, but we also tend to hear about people's moms, funny stories about their moms or idiosyncrasies about moms. And it's been really enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of would rather do another podcast where we just interview our guest parents. I yeah. That's because you have so much time, right? You could do like a, a fifth <sighs> podcast. Someone needs to pay me for this shit. Come on. <laughs> So Sorry, this, I, should, I, should, I shouldn't be cursing on the Mother's Day episode. No, yeah, moms would not appreciate that. And for Mother's Day, we thought we'd do the next best thing. We decided to ask a few of our guests to ask their moms a couple of questions, and we gave them all the same three key questions. I get anxiety just thinking about the technical difficulties to get a guest to brave a <laughs> podcast recording. With their parents. Yeah. And you know what's funny? So one day your kids are going to say the same thing about you. <laughs> what's a TikTok? So can someone, can someone just explain this to me, please? <laughs> so for this special episode, you're going to hear from the moms of Rajiv Satyal, Gian Kim Kirtley, and Zinga Harrison. Sara Salam, Jay Varaldi, and Buck Rocker. And this is going to be so much fun. For sure, for sure. So the first question that we wanted to know from all of our Modern Minorities guest moms was, what was your favorite part about being a mom? So here's Dr. Nzinga Harrison, host of the podcast In Recovery, and her mom. What was your favorite part about being a mom? Well, I'd say my favorite part about being a mom is just having had the opportunity to raise three magnificent kids. Kids who I felt that they could come and talk to me about anything, mm -hmm. which they did. Yes. <laughs> and oftentimes... And still know, do. And still do. <laughs> <laughs> and just knowing that I believe I instilled in them the value of family, mm -hmm. taking care of one another, and being there for one another no matter what. Mm -hmm. That was something that was instilled in me by my mom, and I wanted to ensure that they had that same feeling in that they could do anything they wanted to do with the support that they would get from me. If mm -hmm. they wanted to try it, because I wanted them to develop what their own personal will, their own sense of self and believing in themselves. Mm -hmm. So if they wanted to try it, I said, okay. And guess what? I see that happening with my oldest child, with her children. Yes. If they want to try it and go for it and try to master it, I was there. I tried to figure out how to get it paid for if mm -hmm. I couldn't afford it because I thought it was so very important. Because I see those things, like whether it be music, whether it be some sport, whatever, whether it was dance, whether it was gymnastics, whether it was whatever it is they wanted to try. I figured that that was the way they'd figure out where that gift was. Yeah. It behooved me to give them that opportunity, that experience to have that happen. Like I said, it's just, it's. I just almost get overwhelmed because it is just so rewarding to see how my young folks turned out, oh, to be the magnificent people that they are today. Aww. Next up is a reading of what her mom had to say by friend of the pod, G and Kim Kirtley. What was your favorite part about being a mom? Um, my favorite part was 
when I first saw them start school. Next up is Deb Borden, mom of podcaster, conservationist, and friend of the pod, Jay Veraldi. What was your favorite part about being a mom? Well, I knew I always wanted to be a mom. I am a teacher um, by profession, so I enjoy children of all ages. And I like to learn from them. I like to play with them. So when I became a mom, I was very intentional about figuring out what their interests and likes and passions were. And that was really fun to watch those develop, you know, introduce them to a lot of different things and see what was sticky. And then nurturing those passions and providing opportunities for them to develop them. One of Jay's passions is he's a conservationist, an animal rights activist. How did you nurture that passion? Do you see that all along? Yeah, I did. So we actually had probably every pet imaginable. Right now, I wouldn't do the same because I know it's not ethical to keep many of these (laughs) wild creatures. But at the time, Jay had, we had a, I think it was called a dumpy frog. It was a South American frog. We had a tarantula. We had a snake. We had lizards and guinea pigs and hamsters. So cute stuff and not so cute stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So he always had an interest in animals. And then also in terms of conservation, when we started recycling in Pennsylvania, I was the chair of our township's recycling committee. And I remember one time Jay was a walker for school in elementary school and he was late coming home and I got started getting worried about him, but he showed up with a whole bag, his lunch bag filled with recycling that he had picked up trash along the way. And he was so proud to show it to me. So I I think instilling the importance of taking care of the environment and certainly his love of animals was apparent from the very beginning. Next up is friend of the pod and federal attorney Buck Rocker and his mom from Vietnam. That rhymes. What is your favorite part about being a mom? To be enjoy, to be mother, to know how my mother lived through her life with her children, to understand my mother. Okay. So you feel like your favorite part about being a mom is helping you understand, know what mother, understand what, what, what the like. mother. Okay, what it was like for your mom to be mm-hmm. a mom. That's actually pretty, it's very, very deep. Next up is community advocate Sarah Salam in conversation with her mom. That rhymes. <laughs> so what is your favorite part of being a mom? Just watching my lovely girls growing up and being just wonderful, independent beautiful creatures. Next up is comedian and friend of the pod, Rajiv Satyal's mom, Lalitha. It's Lalitha auntie, Sharon. Lalitha (laughs) auntie. Sorry, Lalitha auntie. No respect American kids these days. So what was your favorite part about being a mom? Well, being a mom has been a beautiful journey. It's been so wonderful. You had a sense of humor even when you were a child. And it was really fun to have you as a child who was really witty. You would make all these big statements and use all these big words. Ushi or Anne told me one time, she said she was having you pronounce the word library and you called it libelly. So she laughed so hard. She said, 
he can say all these big words like psychiatrist and you know whatever else there is but then he comes around and says lively and i try to tell him his library and he says lively ushi a lively so that was really cute and having a conversation with you was always like having a conversation with an adult because you always understood the subject matter you always saw the funny part of it funny aspect of it so it was like enjoying the conversation along with the wit part of it so it was really really nice having you uh, as my son and still is i also feel that we share a special bond because we have always been there for each other we always enjoy long conversations and have so much fun together and you have always been available to me like if i needed you any time and that's not just true for me i think you are there for people when they need you so that part of the journey has been really beautiful too that is really really nice to hear i have to say you've been a great mom so it's been very easy to be a son to you The next question we had our guests ask their moms was what was the biggest or hardest thing you did for your kids? First up is Dr. Nzinga Harrison talking to her mom. The biggest or hardest thing I think I did for my kids was discipline. I being to set the boundaries mm-hmm. and establish the consequences because when you do that, you put yourself in that position because you have to get to a place where you just determine what that guideline is going to be and what those boundaries are going to be because you don't want to go overboard mm-hmm. but yet you want to set boundaries such that they learn to manage themselves and to be able to control themselves yeah. or at all to be able to have been able to do that so i think that was probably one of the toughest things because each one of you were different mm-hmm. and so you know i had to structure it in such a way that it would meet that particular individual's needs and yet at the same time help you all to learn to understand that fair treatment and equitable treatment is not necessarily the, tr- the same treatment mm. and, and to help you all to grow and learn that there are certain restrictions that are going to occur in life and to help you to be able to figure out how to manage yourself inside the space while yet not cutting your will because we want you to be willful yeah. we want you to do that be willful with some discipline but have an understanding that the world is not your oyster right while you get the opportunity to really get engaged in the world and have a wonderful life experience. It's hard. But you know you have to make that sacrifice and it still needs to be within reason but yet strong enough to help them to really learn the life lesson that you intend for them to learn. Yep. Yeah. Make sure that you're clear on that life lesson you're trying to set for yourself as well. Exactly. Next up is Mom of Buck Rocker. What was the biggest or hardest you did for your kids? To try to understand them understand their life and to understand to share with them their family to share with them their family life their family lifestyle is a different and i want to help them i want to understand them and try not to determine their lifestyle because some um, I'm not agree. Next up is Jim Kim Kirtley reading her mom's response. What was the biggest or hardest thing you did for your kids? The hardest thing was that I couldn't spend a lot of time with them after school, especially with working evenings. Next up we've got Sara Salam's mom. 
What was the biggest, hardest thing you did for your kids? So I had to make sure that they are living a comfortable life and that they enjoy the opportunities that can be provided to them. So I made a decision to actually bring them up here in the United States all by myself rather than take them back home to Egypt because I thought they would have a, a lot of opportunities that may not be available to them back home. And so it was hard bringing them as a single mother and having to stay away from them during the summers when I really wanted them to go back home and enjoy staying with their dad and their grandparents and, and we've got extended family over there. So it wasn't easy, but it was so worth it. Next up is Deb Borden, mom of our friend Jay Veraldi and podcast host of Anamalia. I would say the hardest thing I had to do for my children was to go through a divorce. And that probably sounds strange because it does take two parents to raise children. And we did raise our children together. However, I didn't stay in the marriage. So I was in a marriage where I wasn't able to be who I am and to develop and nurture my own passions. So I went through a divorce when my children were eight, six, and three. And I know it was hard on them. And it was also hard on me. But I do believe they are stronger adults today because of that. And they have learned to advocate for themselves. I modeled that. And it worked out. I mean, you know, I'm friends with my ex, and we did parent together, but separately. And it was really hard to go through, but at the time when I was going through it, I was doing it for my children. Next up is Rajiv Satyal's mom, Lalita Anti, as Raman calls her. So one question I want to ask is, what do you hope I learned from you? Well, one thing I hope, and I think you may have, is being fair to everyone. I think that's a quality that a lot of people really admire, and so do I. You and I are very frank about everything. And whatever we say is what we mean, and we don't hold back. And I think that's something I think you learned from me, and I've learned as the years are going by, I'm learning more from you too. But I just think what people see is what they get. So with you, what I see is what I got. And I hope that's what you feel, that what you see in me is what you have. Because just we don't hide anything. We don't beat around the bush. We don't put up a show or anything like that. And I just hope that those things have also crossed your mind that these are some of the things we share. And I just love it because your worth ethics are really strong. And one thing I wish I could have taught you more is uh, the cooking. You know, I just wish I had taken up a little bit of cooking lessons with you and uh, taught you a little more of Hindi. So but, you know, that's all still in the future, many years to go. And so we still will continue to do some work. And But I hope you learned some things from me being social, connected to people, and just being fair to people and nice to people and enjoy their company. That's above all, to enjoy their company. And this last question was my favorite. We had the guests ask their moms what their favorite mom dish was to make for their kids. First up is Sarah Salam's in a conversation with her mom. What is your favorite mom dish to make your kids? I love cooking, especially if my kids ask me to do something for them. So I don't know if I can pick a specific favorite one, but they seem to like something called koshari. 
that is a very popular Egyptian dish. So I love doing that for them. But I really love cooking for them. It, you know, I, I love for them to ask me to do anything cooking wise because I just enjoy doing it for them and I enjoy them enjoying what I cook for them. <laughs> Everything you make is amazing. Next up is Buck Rucker's mom's thought on what her favorite mom dish is for her own kids. What is your favorite mom dish to make for us kids when we're all together? Or even if you go visit one of us? I always think it's a chapbook. That's an <laughs> easy dish. And uh, you own uh, can eat, no complaint. Yeah, chopped pork's always a good one, Mom. Yeah. Chor- chopped pork or bun sal. Yeah. Oh, those, those, yeah. Are, those are very good. Yeah, like, like I say, I think that's uh, easy because it's a uh, pork, right. pork roast and slide them and cut them string like. Hey, don't give away your mom's secrets. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And so they eat down to the grandkid, then grandkid like it too. Yeah. Well, that's because it's a fantastic dish, Mom. Mm, easy. Next up is what G and Kim Kirtley's mom had to say. What was your favorite mom dish to make for your kids? My favorite dish to make was tapche, which is a Korean glass noodle stir-fry dish. Next up is Jay Veraldi, friend of the pod's mom, Deb Borden. So this is hard for me because my kids today make so much fun of the food that I prepared for them. And we definitely <laughs> as a parent, food. they're clearly not parents because I don't judge anymore now that I have to cook. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, you know, the cheese filled chicken nuggets was one. They definitely had hot dogs and mac and cheese. We had a taco salad that I made that they loved with right. you know everything in a taco that was in a salad. We also had a lot of pasta. We still have a lot of pasta in mm-hmm. our family. Yeah. But that was a hard question for me. I, I do think I may have done something right because they're all great cooks today and they eat healthy and well and take care of themselves. Next up is Lolita Auntie, my favorite cook in Cincinnati, Ohio. So the final question is, what was your favorite mom dish to make? Well, my favorite mom dish to make has been all along Rajma Chawal, which is red beans and rice, simply because everybody seems to love that dish of mine. You loved it. You love it still very much. As a child, you loved it. Rakesh and Vikas liked it so much. And my friends, you know, their children, when they came to our house and had that dish, they would say, please make Rajma Chawal for us, rice and red beans for us. And then they started, one family even called it Laita Auntie's dish, you know. They would just go home and say, mom, can you make Laita Auntie's dish? And, but you, even when now you come home, you, that's one thing I make for sure, because I know you love it so much. And other things I like to make for you and others too, are chickpeas and uh, bread that is chole bhature, which I think is a big hit whenever you come home. And uh, the broccoli pie, coming to an American dish, uh, you love broccoli pie. So I just think that's something I really enjoy making too. I remember when my friends were coming over to my place and when I, they found out you were a vegetarian, they were so bummed out. But can we bring some meat or can she mix it in or something? And as soon as they sat down to have your food, though it was vegetarian and though they were such 
carnivores, they forgot about meat so quickly. They all converted to vegetarianism, at least for the next few hours. And so that's how good your food is, that even people who don't really eat only vegetables, they were able to just enjoy vegetarian food. If they only had you and all the school cafeterias, people would all be vegetarians. <laughs> well, the fun part of cooking is you want to feed people and see them enjoy it. And the more you feed with love, the more joy you get out of it. And then you work on it to be even better each time. So if the person who is eating it is enjoying it, that really gives you, you know, inspiration to continue to do a good job. Next up is the mom of Dr. Nzinga Harrison. What was your favorite quote mom dish to make for your kids? My, I don't know if it was your favorite mom dish or not, but I remember <laughs> a dish that I think that you all really did enjoy. Mashed potatoes with gravy, chuck steak. That was a favorite in the family. I'm not sure it was yours because you weren't a serious meat eater, but you ate it. I did love chuck steak with gravy over mashed potatoes, but I loved stuffed manicotti and corned beef oh and cabbage. Oh my goodness, you know that is true. And I don't know why I didn't say corned beef and cabbage. Well, because it was your favorite dish, not my favorite dish. And that's true. But it was my favorite to make. But corned beef and cabbage definitely was another favorite because I just mm. made that again in a couple of weeks ago. And oh. I did it all myself. Oh, wait a minute. Did you just make that a couple of weeks ago and somehow... I did not know about this. That's what happens when you don't go to your mama's house. She's busy. I'm never too busy for corned beef and cabbage. It was so good, but you know what? I still shared it with you because I made it in, guess what? That the Insta Pot. It's the pot that you gave me for Christmas. It was magnificent. <laughs> well, I look forward to the next batch, Mom. All righty, I'll make sure that I hook you up. <laughs> that concludes your podcast interview. Well, thank you so much. You're a natural. That's where I got it from. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Those were really nice. I like that. I like the fact that the moms were willing to do this for their kids. I feel like if my kids came and said, hey, mom, would you answer these three questions so we could put on a podcast? I'd say no, even though I have a podcast. <laughs> does your mom listen to this podcast? I don't think she does, unless she secretly does, because we talk about her so much. My dad definitely listens, but my mom has never mentioned this podcast to me. Hopefully she'll listen to this one. You know, it's funny because like that's actually the email address for this podcast, mom at modmypod.com. And we were trying to come up with something fun back in the day when we thought literally only our moms would be the ones who would listen to this silly podcast. That's <laughs> and now there are so many other moms that are listening as well. So our <laughs> universal email address of hi mom is actually dedicated to all of you moms out there. <laughs> so our assistant producer's name is not Himam, as some people <laughs> might think. It's not some ethnic name, Himam. It's it's just hi mom. Hi mom at mod mom pod. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, I had a lot of fun doing this and a big thanks to all of our past guests and more importantly, all of our guests, moms for just being great moms and raising some wonderful, wonderful people. And so to all the moms out there, even if your children have not been on our podcast yet, we hope you will have a very happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to everyone. And we love you, mom, whether or not my own mom is listening. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, mom. I love you. Happy Mother's Day. Love you, Mom. I love you for the moon and back. Thank you, Mom. Oh, thank love you. you. And Mother's Day. Oh, thanks. 
I love you. And that's our show. Like what you heard? Please subscribe, leave a review, and a five-star rating on your favorite podcasting platform. Now more than ever, people need to be hearing these stories. Please share our show with a friend or three. Want to learn more or got something to share? Visit modmypod.com or email us, hi mom, at modmypod.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at modminpod. We'd love to hear from you. That's it for now. I've been Raman Segel. And I'm still Sharon Lee Tony. Remember, we're all modern minorities out there. We'll talk to you soon. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.